podcast galaxy. They've scoured through the holocrons, worked on the spice mines of Kessel, but now they've gone rogue. This is Rogue Sons. And welcome in uh, for another Rogue Sons. Uh, this is going to, what is this? Are we up to 20 yet? This is like episode 20. This might be episode 20. We totally know. You know, know. We're just pretending we don't know, dear listeners. I, I yeah, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> my it's my commitments are going really crazy. So I have, I have um, the IRB, which is now the just the Fandom Empire, the Star Wars show. I have. Uh, I'm very often on the Halloween show now, or any special shows. And I'm coming up with my Rick and Morty show, which I'm heavily promoting right now. I'm in the middle of just like trying to get people into this group. Uh, I did notice a lot of people who uh, do listen to this show and have, back and have uh, uh, messaged me before about this show are joined in on my new Rick and Morty group. So I really awesome. thank those people who follow me in my podcasting career, I guess I could call it. I'm kind of taking it seriously like a like a real job now like i'm putting in hours even when i don't specifically want to like i gotta you know gotta drive up fan base and stuff like that and then there's this podcast which is just like a just a load off compared to that stuff because it's just me and my brother talking about star wars which is like fairly easy to do as long as we can get the time it seems like we're going to possibly be in every other week show because uh, things are just heating up too much between me and Thaden with school. Um, but nevertheless, let's just skip that. We'll, we'll do it when we can, and hopefully it comes out every week. Um, I am really interested to hear something that Thaden's going to talk about. I want to hear, we're skipping past Light of the Jedi, and I want to hear about the new book, Into the Dark, which was only supposed to be released on February 2nd which it currently is not even that date yet. So, yep. <laughs> but a lot of people ended up getting it early, uh, which I mean, I guess makes sense because originally it was supposed to come out earlier. COVID knocked some dates back and then I guess they, you know, they got it out ready to go and started shipping it out. So I know nothing about this book so far beyond what I've heard from the High Republic show or uh, maybe a couple other of articles or or Facebook posts, so not very much. So I'm going to let Thaden take it away and let us know what happens at the start of Into the Dark. Maybe his first impressions on the, the type of writing or the type of characters we're hearing about. And uh, yeah, take it away, Thaden. Yeah. So um, uh, yeah, I got this book like a week ago or something, and um, I, I read the first 200 pages. I think I'm at 198 right now. Um, Whoa. Yeah, so it's it's very good. I was actually sucked into into the dark more than I was sucked into the dark more than uh, <laughs> I was sucked into Light of the Jedi, which is surprising because Light of the Jedi is also really good. Um, yeah, but this book was. It surprised me because it feels a lot different than Light of the Jedi, which is mm -hmm. like it makes sense because it's a different book and it's a different author and it's technically for a different audience because this is a young adult book, whereas the other one is just. A oh, novel. I didn't know that. Into the Dark yeah. is, uh, is a young adult novel. Is, it, is this the Claudia Gray one? Yeah. 
it's oh, young adult. Okay. It's not like as small as uh, Test of Courage. I think that would be okay. one step down further. I forget what the phrase is, but yeah. Um, yeah. It's 400 pages. I'm about halfway through. Uh, and it's awesome so far. The characters are really good. There's a lot of them. So at first there was, there's a part like in a hangar where there's like the main character, Wreath Silas, and he's kind of like waiting to, he's waiting to go um, onto a ship to the Starlight Beacon. And then like someone else walks in and like you you get the impression that it's actually a character you're going to be seeing a lot of. And then another two people walk in and then the ship lands and two people get out of the ship and then they get on the ship and there's kind of another character. And like, it's all like, it feels really overwhelming for a second, but then um, it just sticks with those characters pretty much. There are a couple others that get introduced, but they're, I, f I feel like they're more minor characters and okay. so you, you get to learn about these characters more, which is really cool because um, since it's a young adult book, it's supposed to be for like teenagers and people in like their early 20s kind of thing. Um, mm -hmm. And so a lot of it is kind of like, I don't want to say mundane exactly because that sounds like boring, but it's more like casual issues that are being talked about in the book. So like... Wreath Silas is really not confident in himself and he sees like all these other Jedi and he's like oh they're so like confident and strong and like I wish I could make decisions like they do and then like it'll cut to a passage right after one of them made a decision or something and they're like man I really hope this is the right decision I don't feel like I know what I'm doing and like it makes them all feel real like they have actual anxiety and like they're not totally confident even if they seem like it which is how I think most people are in the real world like yeah. it's it's very even realistic people who, even people who seem really confident uh, are very often not uh, yeah. as confident as they put out there they just know that you know that's how they got to be a leader right yeah and that's that's a lot of what you see in this book is like Reef sees like oh this person's so confident and then it cuts to them and it's like they're like no I don't know what I'm doing at all but I hope no one else notices that I'm so worried and stuff like that and clearly they is don't. Is Reef a Padawan? Yeah um, yeah okay. so yeah uh, Reef is the Padawan of Jorah Malai the um, what's the name Tugruta Jedi okay. she's in Light of the Jedi just a little bit and yep. it's really cool because she shows up in Light of the Jedi and it lines up pretty well with what happens in Into the Dark so far um, yeah. there is like a little bit of, it's kind of like a discrepancy in the two books, like, uh, Jorah Malai in Light of the Jedi, it's not really a spoiler. It's kind of just letting you know about the basic plot of Into the Dark. Yep. Um, she says like Wreath is away on a mission or something and she wishes that he was there at one point. Yep. But really he's stranded in space so it's kind of like it feels like they kind of changed it for that books but like hmm. it doesn't totally line up but i, I my thinking is basically maybe just she like no uh she probably would the way it's set up but i i, I was thinking okay. like maybe you know maybe sometime quote unquote off screen like not you know something that we don't see happen was like maybe yeah 
uh, he contacts her and like he kind of tells her what's happening, and so she just considers it a mission now, which would actually well, I mean, make sense through the force. Uh, you know, she could be able to sense that you know he's he's somewhere, but he's okay. Yeah, but yeah, like it was it, it that's like that's the biggest discrepancy I've seen, and it's like easily yeah. explained. So yeah, well, other than that, the books I, line up pretty well, which is very nice. Yeah. It's very cool. There's a lot of behind the scenes shots where they show like them planning out things. I know there was one time uh, when I was watching the High Republic show, and uh, they they free they they show like someone writing on a board and it's got things all over the board, and I was like, man, if I screenshot that, I wonder if I can like read any of it. But it was like on an angle where you know appropriately yeah. they wouldn't be able to show you like, but yeah, it was. It was they were definitely connecting names with other names and, and trying to show things like that and uh it was pretty funny yeah um, but yeah it was really good it was really good uh, yeah really- so so the book is really like is obviously it's it's hooking you in because you're uh reading twice as fast as i do at least uh which yeah. is not a, an amazing accomplishment, I, but twice as fast is pretty good. i would like to say that in this last week I have yeah. surprisingly, because I haven't read for the last three days, three or four days, uh, surprisingly, I have read 240 pages of Light of the Jedi oh, and Into the Dark collectively. Actually, yeah, I, w- I would say if I more. read every night, if I read every night, I could probably get, I would say 180 because I would get like 30 a night. Uh, yeah. Well, I guess that would be 210 if I'm, I read every I'm, night of the week. I'm but just I cannot read every night of the week. I definitely can't. So yeah, I, I would have kept read. reading, but I've been busy as hell with school stuff. So, <laughs> yeah, but um, it's awesome so far. I I would actually, if anyone's thinking about doing it, I would kind of recommend reading the books at the same time because it's really cool. Because you, yeah, the way the way Light of the Jedi is written, there's a lot of characters and a lot of like different stories kind of happening at once. And so if yep. you add another book on top of it, it just feels like it's another story happening at once. And yeah, it's just um, part of a bigger universe. Yeah. And I haven't, I, I've been reading them like chronologically. So that's why I stopped where I did in Into the Dark. I yep. think, I think the first 200 pages of that book take place over the course of a little bit before um, Light of the Jedi all the way up to the end of Light of the Jedi and then the other 200 yep. pages I think are going to be after that and mm. I haven't even started A Test of Courage yet because I'm pretty sure that still hasn't technically started in the stuff that I've read yet I think that'll be starting at the end of Light of the Jedi though I'm not 100% okay. sure and so like it's very cool it's cool because there's also like there's characters you see pop up in one and then they show up in another like Jorah Malai they don't really mention like the plot of Into the Dark but like she shows up and like you see her show up and it's like oh hey I know why you're here and where you just were like what you were just doing it's really cool yeah and um Vernestra Rowe has a very brief little mention in um Into the Dark I forget if she actually is there or if he's just remembering that he talked to her before, but Reed Silas has interacted with her at some point. Yeah, they would both be powerful, so that would make yeah, sense. Yeah, and again, it was just like, it's not a huge thing, but it's like, it's cool and it makes it feel like it's a whole big world of stuff happening. And um, yeah. The other thing I want to mention that's actually really cool, I, I've enjoyed it a lot. Into the Dark is 
way, 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 way slower than Light of the Jedi. Because Light of the Jedi no. starts out with like the great disaster and then it's crazy chaos for the first hundred yes. pages. And then yeah. even after that, there's still a pretty good amount of action. And like, you know, you read about the Nile and they're pretty brutal. And there's more of that after where you've read. I know there's some significant and cool stuff that happens with the Nile. Um, I won't spoil that for anyone, but I'm just going to say it's really yeah, cool. I, I really dig the character of Marcian Rowe. Yeah. And I know a lot of people do. I've heard yeah. a lot of people like him. And a lot of people are like, wait, but he's a bad guy. Like they're doing a really good job of making him seem like a good guy. But every once in a while you, you, you get something like pretty, pretty cruel from him, but he does uh, some cool stuff later. He's just not, he's just not, he's not along sort of the same lines as the rest of the Nile. Uh, yeah, who are definitely not crazy Viking people really. Yeah. So. He, we should talk about him more he's actually he's he's a topic we could talk about a lot um but to get back to into the dark for a sec um the main bad guys in that book i'm pretty sure are called the drangir uh that's from that's from the uh live stream that they they talked about that and i haven't even directly seen any of them i don't think yet like it's gone pretty slow but like it's building up a mystery and it's actually yeah. like, it's way cooler than i thought it would be and it's like taking its time but also being still like there is still action and there's still like intense moments um yep. it just feels it feels a little more like horror like there so is it more is it more like uh, uh avar and uh, elzar man's quest quest in uh light of the jedi which is a lot more mystery than it is action yeah, it's they're stuck. the The basic premise for Into the Dark is yeah. that they're stuck on, um, they're stuck on an abandoned space station, and like yep. there's more than one mystery going on there. There's, I, th- I think I could say three things that are very mysterious happening at once, and okay. they're all pretty cool. And then there's also like one of the characters or two of the characters, I guess, have flashbacks to an old mission, and it was their mission together. That's why it's two it's one flashback but with both of them uh and that keeps like going on a little bit and building a little bit at a time and then they'll go back to just what's currently happening and it feels like that's kind of a mystery as well and like it's it's a very mysterious book i'm pretty sure during the live stream claudia gray was like i can't say anything more about this book i can tell you that the drengear are the bad guys and and they get lost on a space station and that's (laughs) pretty much it and like i see why because there's a lot of mystery like I, did I, I that, don't yeah. I, I don't want to say too many details because they're all really cool and like you start off knowing nothing about everything in this book which is really yeah. cool and um yeah it's just very intriguing so far I think I think nice. the space station I'm not 100% sure so this definitely isn't spoiler because I'm kind of just guessing I think the space station is where you see Snoke in the Kylo Ren comics the rise of Kylo Ren. He, okay. You see him on like a space station that's like all weird and full of plants and stuff. I think it's the same place, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. Yeah, that would be like far in the future. So yeah, it'd hmm. be like three hundred years later, ish. All right. 
Um, I, I, I want to leave the topic of the High Republic just because I know that we talked about it almost the entire time. We did. Last episode. <laughs> and I'm very excited too. Um, but I'm going to read ahead. And then, you know what, what I'll do? I will read... I'm going to switch gears and I'll read um, the young adult novel. Uh, into the Dark? Yeah, Into the this Dark. One, right? yeah. So I'll... Uh, no, not, in, not Into the Dark. Or the other one. Test of Courage. Test of Courage. I'll read okay. a Test of Courage uh, and then you read uh, Into the Dark and uh, we will uh, we'll converge on this again next week. I think there's a chance I'll read both. <laughs> I mean, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. Going all gung ho on me and yeah, well, reading all that stuff. So uh, the, stuff. I still haven't even gotten the comic. <laughs> I do want to talk about some big news that seems to keep on lingering and it won't go away, and it is the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. So I read another report. This is the third or fourth report that I've read now from different sites, and they weren't the same reposted news. I, I've heard that Liam Neeson is coming back as Qui-Gon in, in, the, in the Kenobi series. Yeah. And like, at first it was always the same story repeated where he talked to, I think it was uh, like an Irish newspaper. And he said like, oh yeah, no, I, I like Star Wars. Uh, I, I'd like to come back. And they're like, you know, like, well, do you know when? He's like, I don't know anything about anything. Like, <laughs> like he was just kind of like, he's like, yeah, yeah. I'd do it. Oh. Like he seemed yeah. kind of like he didn't know what was going on, but now so we're did you and McGregor. Reports. Yeah, that's true. But now we're seeing reports of uh, like actual like sites saying like you know he, it looks like he's coming back, and uh, I mean obviously he's going to be a force ghost or in the past or something. However, that just blows my mind. I'm so excited to hear about it. Um, I know honestly if he's on air for two minutes that'll be fine with me everything after two minutes is gravy like if he gets a good conversation in or if he's able to help guide uh, Obi-Wan in any way I'll be like over the moon just super excited yeah we do know that uh we do know that Qui-Gon uh is the one I think who teaches Obi-Wan to learn the force ghost power um, think, which is cool because when you think of it, Obi Wan's the only person to be like, "Sure, chop me down, I'll become a forest ghost." Like, that's true. He was, yeah. He, he pretty, you know, he sacrificed <laughs> yeah. himself, knowing like, "Yeah, I'll come back. Don't worry, I'll be more powerful than you after this." Yeah, <laughs> like, so. and yeah, he is the only one to do that, which is <laughs> yeah. It suggests that Qui Gon had like a lot of training with Obi Wan, otherwise he might yeah. not know how to do that. <laughs> yeah, which is yeah. awesome. Uh, well, I know. Uh, it was said before that I think Qui-Gon only knew how to come back in voice and not yeah. in Force Ghost, and that's why he didn't appear there. But yeah. uh, he came back in Clone Wars as like a vision a couple of times and stuff too. So on um, on Mortis, which was like a crazy weird Force planet, he showed up yeah. like he you yeah. actually saw him. Um, yeah, yeah. But in the movies, so yeah, he hears up- voice a couple times. I think he shows up to Yoda at some point too, doesn't he? And uh, in like the sixth or seventh season. I don't remember. Oh, he does. He doesn't when show Yoda up. Mystical he doesn't show journey. up in season six in that the former finale, like uh, four episodes or three episodes, whatever. Yeah. Um, 
he goes to Dagobah and Qui-Gon talks to him there, which is really so cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everything with Qui-Gon's Qui-Gon's awesome. Cool. Qui-Gon's a really, really great character. I'm excited for the end of the High Republic because after yep. that I'm gonna go into rereading slash listening to possibly um Dooku Jedi Lost and yep. Master and Apprentice and those are both books that feature Qui-Gon a decent enough amount yep. at least one of them he's one of the main characters and then the yep. other he's like a side character sort of but I think he's still in it a decent amount too uh, awesome. he's still in it yeah he's still in I, it I, I know he helps out with a few things and um uh and, and he interacts with Dooku a few times and yeah. uh I know the actor was pretty good. It sounded like a young Qui-Gon to me. Like yeah, a little yeah, bit he younger. Did, yeah. He's got almost an exaggerated Irish accent, but I mean, when you're a voice actor for, you know, like, you, and they're like, hey, you need to be this, then you kind of need to do an Uber job of it normally anyways. Yeah, so people notice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We just, we just reviewed uh, the, uh, the audio book for um, Heir to the Empire on the Stand yeah. of Empire Star Wars show. <laughs> And every single one of us was like, that Wookiee, did you get to where <laughs> yeah. you hear the Wookiee voice? Oh, oh my God, it's the worst ever. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> yeah. It was hard I to I heard get you guys talking about that. that when I was on for the trivia thing. You guys were talking about that a little bit, I, th- I think, or maybe after the show or something. And it was like, oh, <laughs> like. Oh. so bad so and then bad. sean it's did so an impression bad. of it and you said like that was probably actually better than what is in the book which is like yeah wow which That's is bad because sean's good. impressions are notoriously bad <laughs> yeah i like to keep that i like actually, to keep that a running joke on non-fandom <laughs> empire so yeah i have a friend who always does uh, accents and i always like to tell them that they're bad because they are pretty bad <laughs> That's um, all right. i have a wife who does terrible accents <laughs> They're all <laughs> Russian or something, aren't they? <laughs> She's looking at me right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, it's fun. Yeah, it's fun uh, yeah. No, that was, it was funny that we did that. But uh, like even more in the Qui Gon news, they are releasing uh, some special. Um, uh, another, I think they're they're new carded Black Series figures, but they look like they have the Darth Maul packaging on them, and they're re-releasing yeah. the Qui Gon that is impossible to get. So oh. I might have to try and order them. I, I only saw that they were doing that with Jar Jar. So, oh yeah, well, cool. I doubt that one I, sells I, as well. I didn't look <laughs> at them, so I as someone tweeted it, and I just happened to see yeah. it. So I was like, no, huh, there's a couple. Okay. Yeah. I hope it's not a, a pulse figure, like a super special figure. I just want it to be a regular Black Series figure, but see what happens. Yeah, um, hopefully you can find yeah. it because that would be. If it's awesome. something I could find, would be nice because I wanted that Qui Gon Black Series figure, but like it goes for at the very least sixty bucks, and I'm just not willing to do it, especially since it doesn't a look hundred percent like Qui Gon. So yeah, that's a lot of money for. There is almost no Qui-Gon figure that does actually look from, but like... It, yeah, you said it's because his weird beard or something. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what I say. Because if you take if you take the really weird beard that he has that kind of goes forward out of his face, it just makes it look like he has a giant chin. <laughs> so yeah. he has a giant chin or not the right beard. <laughs> but yeah, anyways. Well. Um, yeah, so but, yeah. a Qui-Gon... 
going to the Kenobi series, which is super exciting. That would be um, awesome. And I 100% think that he will be on that show. Even if it weren't yeah. for these rumors, I would 100% think he's going to be on the show, which is I think so that cool. they're smart enough to know that that's what people want and that's that it thing. shouldn't be too hard to get it. So Yeah. And also, like, they're putting Hayden Christensen as Darth Vader, like, in the suit. Yeah. I think all the time, if not at least most of the time, which is like, you know, you don't have to do that. Like you yeah. obviously don't have to do that because you don't yeah. you don't see his face, but like yeah. it's for I mean, it's like, a show that is for things, prequels fans, and so like it's it's gonna have like you know Obi Wan's gonna be in it, and you have like the same actor from then. You're not recasting, and you have the same uh, Anakin as Darth Vader, and you're gonna bring back one of the like favorite characters from those movies who only got one movie with Qui Gon. I, I assume. Yeah. And um, like, there will probably be other characters that you see that are like, cool, like you're just excited to see them. I heard too, I didn't even notice until they showed it, but the actor who played Lars uh, in the the movie uh, went on to become a a, like pretty good actor as well. And Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know what his name is, but I have seen him in other things. And then they were like, well, they should bring him back and have you know, some yeah. sort of big blow up between between him and Obi-Wan that, you know, that's the reason why he's like, oh, who, who is this Obi-Wan guy? I don't know. Yeah, like, I mean, old the show's... Ben, old Ben's a friggin' old, dirty hippie who lives in the, you know, he lives in the sand dunes. Like, Yeah, I could see him. him, I could see to go with my theory about Obi-Wan getting, like, eviscerated by Darth Vader. Um, yeah. Like, I think he's going to leave that fight with broken bones, like, multiple uh, I could see yeah. him going to, like, possibly going to uh, Uncle Owen and, like, Amparu yeah. going there for help. And he's like, what the hell did you do? And, like, he's pissed off. Like, you should never have gone out there because now you're back here and you might lead Darth Vader back. Like, you should never have done that. And then he's pissed about that forever and just calls him a crazy space wizard for that. I could I could see something like that happen. I really want to yeah. see some broken bones in this fight. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be brutal. I it mean, that doesn't so make cool. sense because I can I don't... see them making it more of a brutal fight than than a finesse type fight that they had yeah. before. Well, I think it could be like that too, but I think it has to have serious consequence because the next time they see each other, I know it's like ten years after this show is going to happen, but still, like they're yeah. both a lot slower at that point than they are um in episode three and if this is like halfway or so between those two movies i forget i forget the exact timeline i think it's about halfway um then like i I still feel like they should be able to do some cool fighting and they're gonna want to do some cool fighting and then if they do something that's like crazy acrobatic and then next time they see each other they slowly just eh, like swat at each other a little bit like that'll be kind of weird obviously Uh, i'm also fine with it because like whatever when they filmed it that's not what lightsaber duels were, but like yeah. I'd like for it to make a little more sense if if they. I think it'll be. I think it'll be really crazy, but uh, I don't think it. I don't think there'll be a lot of jumping, twisting, twirls, or anything like that. I yeah. honestly hope. I honestly hope there's nothing to do with the high ground in it. I know that a lot of people would be like, "Oh, like <laughs> I hope someone gets the high ground and we do this." Like, I, I'm good with that being over for now. So. I hope. Uh, Anakin has the high ground and then Obi-Wan tries the thing and like maybe Anakin doesn't have his lightsaber at the time but like Obi-Wan jumps over him and then 
Anakin like just smacks him and like breaks his legs with his robot arm or something. <laughs> imagine how stupid that would be. Yeah, I can imagine how stupid that would be. Yeah, that's yeah. why I don't want it in there. Yeah, no, me neither. It's a terrible idea. That'd but be I, horrible. I'm really excited for this show. I just want it to be dumb. <laughs> No, I desperately hope we don't see that thing I just described. <laughs> if we, if I'm right, I'm going to be pretty bummed. You're like, you heard it here first, and I'm pissed about it. <laughs> yep. Oh, man. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah, like, I heard great. that news, and I was, like, super psyched. Um, yeah. There's also uh, more, there, there's also more coverage for the Andor show, um, they said it's going to take place on a new planet. Yeah, um, I heard um, uh, K2SO is not going to be in the first season, which is cool because it means there's going to be more than one season. And you're going to see how they meet, probably. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That that was my first thought. Yeah. Um, that's Yeah, no, I thought that he was already kind of cast, so I, I didn't know I did that, that was... <laughs> But he might be like he might be under contract to do it in season two or something already. Yeah, no, that yeah, that would, would be fine. Uh, yeah. I know I'm I'm super excited for Andor still. Um, I know that no no one else I talk to is that excited about it, but I don't know. I guess I resonated <laughs> with the character more than other people did. Yeah, I actually I I am pretty excited for it. But I mean, yeah. still somehow when we did our ranking, I forget if that was on this show or on the Remnant it was on broadcast. This- Okay, when we on the show, we drafted it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And I, I picked it last, or it was last yeah. on my list. I don't remember if I got it on my list or you did. No, I but, had it higher. I picked yeah. it uh, like first or second of my side. Yeah. But then you said like, man, that was gonna be last on my list. But which is crazy though, because I actually am pretty excited for that show. Like I'm, I'm not looking very much forward I'm to. I'm not it. excited for right. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm somewhat excited for the anime thing. And uh, I'm not really ex- that excited for the droid thing, but I haven't really heard very much about it. Yeah, but I'm other actually, than that, I mean, it's all. I'm super the bad batch I'm not 100% excited about, but it's going to be the continuation of Clone Wars, so it's got to be pretty good. Yeah, I'm also super excited for the bad batch. And I'm yeah. even excited for the book of Boba Fett, which is all three things we're getting this year. Other than if yeah. we get a game, that would be awesome. I, I'm excited about uh, I'm excited about the book of Boba Fett too. Like. I people think that because I am angry about Boba Fett coming back yeah. and doing all that stuff that like I hate everything to do with him and I'm not going to watch the book of Boba Fett like my gripe with Boba Fett and Darth Maul are just that they should still be dead yeah it's not that they, well, it's not that they're it's not that they're terrible it's just that you do still hate Maul though stay dead. or at least usually when I talk to you about it you'd still hate Maul after he comes back always call him like well, a whitey little wiener <laughs> which is he, he true in that one, one yeah. part i think that people like him in clone wars i think they ruined him in clone wars however i really liked him in rebels i like him a lot in clone wars though i also like him a lot in rebels he's i think he's in very rebels, different cool. i liked his uh i liked he seemed like he was on a, like he was a man on a mission to get back at the emperor or to get you know back to power yeah. finding the holocron he was, was cool. Mysterious. Yeah, he was mysterious when they first found him. Uh, he he defeated uh, Kanan pretty easily. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, they had a short fight when he won like a cliff or whatever. But like, yeah, yeah. and and um, and he, you know, the whole thing about keep calling Ezra his Padawan, even or, no, his <laughs> apprentice, even though 
you know, he was obviously Kanan's apprentice was pretty funny. And I love so that like, so I did much. really yeah. like, there's nothing I didn't like in Rebels, including his death, which I mean, I didn't just take a joy in because he's dead again. Uh, I yeah. also took joy in the fact that like, it was really masterfully pulled off. And I've talked about it before quite a few times for anyone who listens to any of our shows. But yeah, no, I don't hate, like, I'm, I'm not like, oh man, Boba Fett, I hate him. Unfortunately, I hated when he came back in The Mandalorian because yeah. he came back and became Batman and was able to do all this crazy <laughs> teleporty stuff. And the fights were dumb because the stormtroopers tried to get within five feet of him to shoot him with yeah. their guns. Like, yeah. if they all had those baton <laughs> things, they would be fine, but they didn't. They had guns, so why get that close to them? Yeah, no that, happens, that happens often enough with stormtroopers and yeah. like droids and stuff and like every time you actually notice it it's always like oh that's stupid like don't yeah. please no and they just it happens the way they frame it they try to make you not notice it because like they'll yeah. it'll be up close and then a stormtrooper will just barely walk in so you don't know where he was before that or if there's yeah. a lot of room but you can see yeah. in other shots there was a lot of room and they were far away so like why did yeah. they do that the ship yeah. was definitely far away from where he was the dropship and they yeah. ran all the way up a mountain yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were probably tired when they got there <laughs> they weren't thinking straight they were tired it was poor strategy whoever was commanding like the guy with the palette uh, with the with the with the orange shoulder pad should be very disappointed in himself no, for having dead. led that team into- he's definitely <laughs> dead so <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i heard uh um, there's also one more rumor I'd like to talk about. Um, yeah. The Book of Boba Fett actually is apparently, allegedly, going to have some favorite bounty hunter characters, which could include, like, Cad Bane, which... Oh, oh. I never thought of that. I never I'd thought of that I'd be so happy all. to see him. <laughs> the article I read that about, uh, you know, mentioned Bosk and Dengar in IG-88, and uh, because those Bosk are, you know... Yeah. Those are, are, you know, Boba Fett's old rivals and sometimes partners, depending Bosk on where the battle like was. Bosk was like his mentor in Clone Wars. Yeah. He like raised him, which is really yeah. strange. Yeah. But yeah. When you get to and Clone Wars, yeah. You get to, and yeah, they've, they've definitely Cad, all are acquainted with each other. Yeah. Um, Cad, Cad Bane was too. He was like kind of a mentor or he was supposed to be. I don't think that happens in the show. He was supposed to kind of like mentor Boba for a bit and then they have like a showdown and it seems like Cad Bane was supposed to die in that showdown which is like I really hope they don't stick with that. I hope he's alive for a long time because he is the best bounty hunter in the galaxy. Like He would be old at that time too though, right? Uh, I mean, I don't know. Yes, but I don't know how old, how Duros age. It seems like yeah, most species who... live for like at least 300 years other than humans. Because <laughs> we that, got the short that end way, of the Yeah, well, that way they can just include everyone in everything. That like, it's weird. But like, even Queel, he's like 200 and something years old. He said he lived for three yeah. lifetimes or three of human lifetimes. And um, yeah. I forget who else. I don't know. I think there's someone else who lives a really long time. Wookiees obviously do. I think it's Athorians. They live a long mm. time now too, and like yeah, they just keep doing that. So I, oh, I wouldn't I be surprised. I forgot to tell you, by the way, I won the uh, the trivia the next week. So, so it's me yeah. versus you. 
It's probably going to be me versus you unless someone else faces me next week. I actually faced Johnny and um, um, uh, Matt, uh, who you haven't met yet. He's always in our chat. What's his last name again? He's always Matt in the Lanter, chat. Is it? Sorry? It's not Matt Lanter, is it? I'm pretty no. sure that's Anakin. <laughs> there's a guy who's always in our chat when we were on uh fandom empire and he's always in i for some reason i can't pick up his last name yeah <laughs> i talk to him all the time but i you know <laughs> you know how clumsy i am with names uh he he was a mystery opponent who came in and nice. he actually did quite well nice he, he did, oh uh matt whitfield um i feel like i've seen his name yeah, he's in the chat all the time. He's in our he's in our staff chat now because he's going to be probably hopping along for a show as well. Uh, I know nice. we talked to me about doing a sports show, and uh, we we were talking about the possibility of doing a wrestling show, which uh, is kind of up in the air. But we're all trying to get these all these shows uh, off the ground, um, and we got to do all those things first before we get to new shows. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. but I, it was funny. I was practicing actually my Rick and Morty show. I was kind of practicing in the car today, just kind of getting it together, what I want to talk about. And man, I'm super excited about that. So I can tell I'll have to have, <laughs> have, to have you and Kale in on that one. Yeah. Uh, that show is going to be a fun time. Every time I'll be <laughs> on it, whenever I will be. And uh, for yeah. you every time. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. It's going to be, it's going to be exciting. Uh, yeah. anyways, Anything else Star Wars to get to? Um, there is there is the one thing I wanted to talk about last week, but we talked a lot about the High Republic, so I, I let that just you know slide for the next week. Um, this is it's related to the High Republic for sure, but it's about the Old Republic. Um, this is not about the rumors of a game coming out or being developed. I, those rumors are really early. I don't know what to think about. Them. I don't. I don't really want to talk about that at the moment, just yeah. because it doesn't. It seems like we would just be throwing out something that's yeah. not discovered style news. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, but yeah. So the thing I do want to talk about is um, the older public is gonna have to be way different. Like they pretty much can't do the same things that they did because in Legends. Um, the world was basically just like they started out, you know, like us, like everyone was on their own planets and stuff like way, way, way back in Legends history and then started space traveling, hyperspace. And then after they learned about hyperspace, pretty much all development of all technology stopped. Stuff would get faster, I think. Um, but yep. like that was it. Uh, but in the High Republic, we... There are holograms, but the only person I've seen use a hologram is, um, what's her first name? Something so, the chancellor. Oh, yeah, yeah, Lena so. Lena so. Lena? Yeah. Yeah. I think. But yeah, her. Um, I think she's the only one I've seen with a hologram. Everyone else has been using screens and projections on the walls. They always talk about, like, projection walls and stuff like that. So they actually use, like, old projectors and stuff which I think is cool because that means that Rebels technology could be old, like High Republic technology. That's kind of a side thing. Um, and I 
I don't know if this is just me because there's not a lot of droid characters so far. And I haven't read A Test of Courage, which I know has a droid character, but it doesn't seem like the droids are all that advanced either. It seems like they're more like a Roomba, but like with voice command. Like there's one part in Light of the Jedi where his name is like Hope or something. And um, Captain something. And he has a droid helping him out to save people from a place that's getting destroyed or whatever. And um, the, there's a droid following him and he's just kind of like, go do this. And then it just listens. It doesn't really say anything. It just goes yeah. and does stuff. It's it's like if we were to make robots now, that's probably how yeah. they'd be. And so there's it definitely like a, a lot of, There's definitely a lot of droids though, because I think he has like 10,000 droids helping him. That's that Kevin true. and Tar guy. <laughs> that does happen, yeah. There's uh, but, enough of them, but a lot of them are also just like nav computers. They're just computers. Yeah, <laughs> and you do think it, it does make it seem like that's really slow because you think a lot of droids, like if you think of droids in the future, you think one of them could probably do a lot of that stuff. Like if yeah, it seems like they're way advanced. Whereas this one, it seems yeah, they're more like our own computers. Yeah, and there's there's like a decent amount of stuff, I guess. There's also just like the galaxy feels very. It's not that it's unexplored. I think there is Jedi stuff in the Outer Rim still, but it's not connected. Like it was from Jedi who made their way to Coruscant and then never came back because maybe they didn't know how. Maybe the hyperspace lanes changed because all the stars are moving. All the systems in a galaxy are always moving. So like, and they say like, you know, we've been stagnant for like these 600 years or... 800 years or something they say they mentioned a while that they've been stagnant and had peace and they're kind of like well some people don't want to break that peace by going to explore but some people do and it's like so that gets you the impression that for those 600 years they weren't doing much but they were just living in the core so like they they didn't have contact with those people and there's people in into the dark who don't really know what jedi are like much at all they know about the force which is cool because obviously yep. they do. It's cool. It's cool to mention it. Um, but like, they don't know about the Jedi really at all. And like, I don't know, there's a lot of stuff that makes the High Republic feel like it was a while ago. And the Old Republic is supposed to be three or 4,000 years before the movies. Yeah. And the, uh, the Republic in general, I'm pretty sure, is supposed to be 25,000 years old. So yeah. like... If we well, go to I, the beginning of that history, it's going to be different, <laughs> like way. I different. know they have talked about um, move, like I, I don't know if it's been officially anywhere, but we know that uh, Darth Revan is in canon still now because they've yes. mentioned his name, but yes. but a lot of people are thinking they're going to move him. Like he'll end up being like instead of like way way before, he's going to be like. 500 years before or something like that or you know i think it could be be it could be more like a thousand years before like when when there are still sith but yeah you know it's a lot closer so that technology still somewhat exists (laughs) yeah and we know we do know uh interestingly if i don't know what you know about the vr programs but i know the vr game that's out um tales from galaxy's edge yes um I know in that game, you get a Sith holocron. I did not know that. And I believe it's in a Jedi temple of some sort. So the Jedi have a Sith holocron. Yeah. 
That's so not so a thing It's not that anymore. they don't know about the Sith at all. Like the Sith are still something that happened. They're just yeah. in the past. So they, we know that that still opens the idea that the Sith are, you know, are a known entity. They're just not, you know, they're, it's, they're it's like present. us talking about dinosaurs, right? Like we know they're gone. Yeah. Like, yeah. Most of us know they right happen, but we know they're gone. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's so cool to think about though. Cause like, um, even something that's kind of disappointing me, but maybe they could work around it and it would be cooler is like HK 47 would not be as advanced. Like it feels like if they go back that amount of time or even a thousand years, he wouldn't be, he wouldn't be quite the same. He'd be more robotic or the other option is maybe he wouldn't be more robotic. Maybe he would be the same. And he's just a really advanced droid at the time. Yeah. Which I'd be okay with because I love HK-47 so much. <laughs> I don't, but, um, you know, a lot of people are upset. We talked about continuity uh, on the FE show and um, we talked about it and, and I kept saying like, it's not that I don't like Knights of the Old Republic. I love Knights of the Old Republic. I love Knights of the Old Republic too. I like almost everything Star Wars that I have read, uh, no matter what time period it takes to uh, part in, like there's only a couple books I don't like. I remember I hated that Fatal Alliance book that was, oddly enough, took place in the Old Republic. And uh, I hated... Oh, do you got it there? You do got it there. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I hated that book. Uh, I, I remember a lot of people hated Aftermath, and I had a hard time getting through even the audiobook of Aftermath. Yeah, Aftermath's not but, amazing. But, like, beyond that, I like almost everything Star Wars. However, if they say, like, you know what, the Knights of the Republic didn't exist and we're going to write over it with a different story, like, I really don't care. I really, really don't care. I there's no characters. There's no characters where I'm like, you know, like, oh, but they need this character back in or whatever. They're like, Darth Revan still exists. Like, okay, cool. Like, I hope Bastila still exists, but if they tell a Revan story that has nothing to do with her. I'm not going to be like, no, you guys did it wrong. Like, yeah, I, I think I, I think I would be in the same boat. I hope that we do see those characters again. Like I want mission in Zabar and even like Jolie Bindo. I like Jolie actually a lot. And Juhani, <laughs> I'd like to see those characters in a game that is Knights of the Old Republic, but yeah. They don't have to be your companions. You could get totally new companions. They could be totally different. Like they could behave differently and look different. And like, you know, uh, I don't know. They could just change a lot of yeah. things and keep those yep. same characters. And I'd be pretty happy with it. Because I think the point of having a whole new world, like a whole new Star Wars, like why would you just make it the same? That's one of the things I really don't like about Legends. And it was... Uh, probably my least favorite thing other than the combat in Knights of the Old Republic 1 and 2. I, I, I don't like turn-based combat for anyone who gets mad at that. Um, is that like the first one is like it's the Republic versus the Empire and it's the Jedi and the Sith so it's the Clone Wars again but not with clones and there's more Sith I guess but like it felt pretty similar and I did like that they changed the art style. Like the ships don't look very familiar. That's good. But in the older public, they look yeah. like Star Destroyers and X-Wings and stuff like that. It's like, what? Yeah. Why? That's thousands of years before. And then in, seem... 
in, it in does uh, seem a lot like they just kind of say like yeah you can change it however you want just make it it still looks like an axe and you're like oh. yeah like, yeah you can make the bad guy ships any way you want as long as they look like the tip of an arrow yeah <laughs> yep <Damn> and um <laughs> knights of the old republic 2 is like oh the good guys are all gone that republic is gone replaced by these evil sith and now you're this tiny little group of people on this little freighter rebelling it's like that's just that's that's the originals like it's good it's really well done but like it feels a lot like they were just like let's kind of just make our own star wars and we'll put it earlier because i guess you know we'll have it in the same world whereas like another another way to have made that game was just to be like they reboot star wars and that's star wars episode one and two and like it's it's still very much familiar which i don't like you know what's interesting about that? Those same people are probably the same people who probably panned the the, the Force Awakens and were like, it's like the same thing again. Yep. <laughs> probably. Uh, there's not a lot of logic in Star Wars fans. <laughs> not a lot of the time. Uh, but I'm getting yeah. around to it. You know what I'm finding? I'm, I'm finding I'm doing a very good job of just skipping when people are you know, like being grumpy about something. And then like, I just look for boards where people are talking about something logically, even if it is negative. And then yeah. I jump in that one. I just I've, don't jump in the negative ones now. I've started to do that too. I, uh, instead of commenting and arguing with these people on Twitter and stuff, I, um, I usually, uh, now I just mute them. So I never see them again. And it yeah. works. It's great. It's gone great so far. Um, yeah. And there's also, uh, I don't know if it is actually the whole Reddit, but there is r slash sequels or something like that. That's like the sequel. I think it's just the sequels. It might be just Star Wars, but probably not. Yeah. Uh, like page for, it's page for the sequels, I think, on Reddit. And it actually seems like it's really positive. And like there, I read some posts from there and yeah. there was like a couple, you know, negative comments, but they didn't have people replying to them. They had down votes more than up votes. And like, yep. they just, they just like, it was just like, whatever, we're not going to pay attention to you because we're here to have fun and we like the sequels. So we're going to talk about yeah. them. It, it was yeah. cool. So shout out to that whole Reddit. <laughs> uh, I think as long as they are all good. <laughs> um, but yeah. Good, we so, like yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, yeah. I think that's uh, something that I wanted to get to today. Yeah, that's that's most of what I would like to talk about today. I don't really have anything else. Yeah. Um, hmm. Yeah. No, I think that's it. I think that's it. All right. Well, uh, let's let's pack this episode in then, and uh, we'll get to another one. We're going to talk about the other High Republic books. Um, we're honestly we're super excited about High Republic. So if this becomes half a High Republic. Uh, uh, a podcast. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. We're talking about the stuff that we want to talk about. Yeah. If there's awesome news like Qui Gon coming back, we'll definitely talk about that. But if it's all quiet on the uh, on the movie and and TV show news, then uh, we're just gonna keep packing in higher public stuff in there because yeah. that's all the new stuff that's coming out that's been like really awesome so far. It has been so cool. I'm so happy with it. Like every <laughs> every time I go read some, it's like. It just makes me happy that it exists. <laughs> like, yep. it's really good so far. If anyone's not reading The High Republic that's listening to us 
Uh, we still haven't spoiled much of anything. So if you're interested, no, I would pretty, say go for it. It's awesome. We've been pretty careful not to spy and not, not to like, we can't really talk about Martian Row without without yeah. <laughs> explaining some of Light of the Jedi. I mean, so he only shows up that, later into the book too, so. We might get to that like in a couple weeks. That way you've had uh, like a month to read it. Yeah, and, plus uh, um, he is, I'm pretty sure he's going to be in the Adventures comic, the first one. So ooh. we'll have a little more Martian Row soon. Nice. I think he's That's exciting. <laughs> yeah, he's I know, I, I've talked to uh, Tommy B as well and he's excited about it. He really likes... Uh, he's going to do a video yeah. on FE about Martian Row because he likes him. Yeah. And uh, he's like, he, he's super stoked about the High Republic as well. So it's so good, man. <laughs> Maybe we'll have him on here. It'd be really great to we have should. Tommy B on. Yeah, we, we should. should. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't think about that before. I guess because he's just on the other show. And so I just, well, cause, he's cause on the other show. Talked to had... him on the other show, but I know yeah. that Sean hasn't, uh, Sean hasn't read it at all uh and he's really? waiting for the audiobook yeah sean's waiting for the audiobook and he wants to listen to it that way he loves audiobooks because he travels in the car a lot yeah yeah beyond the fact that he's a bus driver <laughs> like he also takes long trips on the road and you know sometimes he even does uh uh like ama streams on the on the road and uh mm -hmm. and his wife just like tells him the questions and he, he answers all the stuff about halloween stuff anyways he's on the road a lot <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what i mean to say but uh yes. yeah so we could have tommy b on the show i don't know i i bet if i ask him he'll say yes so we should high republic special just like the last one and half of this one <laughs> yeah yeah too yeah. much <laughs> it's gonna happen yeah probably. all right <laughs> um it was good to talk to you again it was good to get another episode in again and um yeah uh, anything you want to say before you sign off nope just go read the high republic that's it go do that <laughs> awesome well then uh for me and Thaden, uh we are the rogue sons and we hope you enjoyed our show and uh we'll talk to you in a week probably i think we can get another one in a week i think i should be good next week so. it should be good yeah. i know it, it was heavy school this week so hopefully yes. it's lighter school now i hope so too <laughs> believe me <laughs> but it should just be keep, just keep your chin down keep working you know like just keep your uh you know, yeah. someday you'll be making video games for people. It'll be awesome. Yeah, well, hopefully. <laughs> and probably also stressful. Yep. <laughs> That's the life I'm All in right. for. <laughs> Talk to you later, buddy. Yep, I'll see you later. And see you later, audience. <laughs> <laughs> Rogue Sons, a Star Wars podcast for fun. Rogue Sons, we hope we're your chosen one. That's hilarious. <laughs> it's the best. It's my favorite part. <laughs> <laughs>